This, that right here could determine the game for the Buccaneers. But those wide receivers are yep. not going to drop many balls. Steve We're- Spagnola needs to go up to him and say, go play football. Super Bowl time. Boom! The Fist Bump Boys are back! As always, my name is Josh. I'm Gio. And we are the Fist Bump Boys. We have finally made it. What a, just a journey. We, we, we oh. first episode 45. Thank you. Get, getting up there. Getting up I, there. I, but I'm so tired. Enough of that. <laughs> enough of that. Enough of that. I'm tired we of have climbing. Made it. We have made it. Many people didn't think we'd get here. We had a long conversation with Field Yates before the season. And there was a lot of speculation about whether we would. We, we asked him about that. He was hopeful. We were hopeful. And here we are on the precipice of Super Bowl 55. Super Bowl time. The Lace Ventura for you. That's, that's a little <laughs> Lace Ventura for you. Super Bowl 55 is this Sunday, February 7th. We're recording this Wednesday night. And that is our episode today. All Super Bowl all episode long we're gonna break it down we're gonna talk matchups we're gonna talk about what we think is gonna happen between different it's gonna be a great time let's high level it first i'm gonna i'm gonna go up high and then we're gonna trickle down and dive into the deep dive as i said it's this sunday february 7th we have the kansas city chiefs quite literally at the tampa bay buccaneers Tampa Bay, obviously, is hosting the game at Raymond James Stadium for the first time ever. A team is playing in their home stadium for the Super Bowl. Kickoff is scheduled for 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Sunday, and it's being broadcast on CBS. We're here. You good? I mean, no, no. I got so much more. I got so much more. We can do this. It, we, like, how? How do we get? Like, I thought for sure we'd lose a game or two, lose a week. I thought something was gonna. We talked about it before the playoffs kicked off. I thought something was gonna happen with COVID that was going to prevent some kind of playoff game, and somehow we made it. Well, I mean, it's not like COVID didn't affect the season at all. It definitely affected the season. Oh, absolutely. The season. It's just the way that the NFL structured as far as giving the bye weeks. It worked so perfectly for this season. They made it work. Yeah. They 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 stuck to their plan and they made it work. And as of a little while ago, I haven't checked in the past few minutes, but I saw no covid positive test no issues well, there from, are a couple of players that from, are close from, contacts well i was gonna say it's not really any big news about players but apparently the barber of the tampa bay buccaneers <laughs> tested positive and, and and it's funny yet haha this guy cuts everybody's well, hair the, on the, the team, reason like, i the reason i laugh is because it would it would be it would be terrible and and gut-wrenching if a team got gutted because of their barber testing positive you know what i'm saying like if that was the the focal point of the whole thing it would be 
it would be I wouldn't I wouldn't know what to do didn't, with myself. Didn't that happen in the NBA though? Like a bunch of players were getting haircuts and the barber ended up with COVID and got something them. along those lines, but it didn't wreck everything. Like they, No, they, no, 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 no. I'm not saying that it wrecked everything. I'm just yeah. saying the situation like that where it wasn't the players, like it was the barber and they all got sick. Okay. I, I don't know about anybody else, but let's move on from the from the barber. <laughs> the barber Look, just, is all just because one of us has what hair I'm, and one doesn't. Look, Fair, you know what? That's fair. That's fair. What I'm saying is, as of last time I checked today, there were no positive tests. Everything is on track. Now, Tampa has a slight advantage in this sense that they are already in Tampa. They're already there. Kansas City is not allowed to travel till no no further than two days prior to the game. So they're going to be getting there either Friday or Saturday, which is different from any other Super Bowl, yeah. along yeah. with none of the festivities. Uh, so... Like I said, Tampa's playing at home, but it won't be a home game. They are the home team. It is in their home stadium, but not a lot of the normal home field advantage because it's supposed to be a neutral site. And what am I specifically talking about? The cannon. They got that giant pirate ship at the end of the field Mm -hmm. that shoots off cannons. That will not be taking place during this game. As we all know, Kansas City going for back-to-back in case... You don't remember they won the Super Bowl last last I, year. I, I don't remember the second half of that game. They so beat I can't they beat you your I... they beat your San Francisco 49ers. They would be the eighth team mm-hmm. to go back to back. It has happened eight other times, but the Steelers did it twice right. on two separate occasions. Yeah. So they would be the eighth team, and it would be the ninth time that a team goes back to back, assuming Kansas City wins. And it would be the first time since Brady did it with the Patriots mm-hmm. back in 2003-2004. This is the first matchup in the Super Bowl where both the quarterbacks have a league MVP and a Super Bowl MVP. Well, I want to I want to actually bring it back to when you were talking about the back to back real let's, quick. Let's circle it back to circle back to back. back real quick. A lot of backs in there. So you know you. You hear about how hard it is to repeat as an NF, you know, a Super Bowl champion. Sure. And and if you actually look at it, it it's hard to get two back to back Super Bowls. Yes. Yes. Once you get there, it's actually pretty simple if you look at the numbers. There's been ten teams that have gone and won a Super Bowl and then went back the next year. And eight times they won it. and Yeah, and only two times they haven't. That was Green Bay Correct. in 97 when they lost to Denver and John Elway in his first Super Bowl win. And it was the Patriots when they went, uh, they they went, uh, played Philly the second time with uh, Nick Foles. Yep. They won the year before, they lost the next year, and then they won the year after that, which was against uh, the Falcons, I believe. But yep. so if, if it's hard to get to that second Super Bowl. Yes, Not I agree. Necessarily and, hard to win it. Yeah, so, so fair enough. Fair enough. I, uh, I guess it would be to repeat as champions is difficult, all encompassing. Correct. Correct. In 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 all these years, fifty five years now. Right. It's fifty four years because yeah. we don't know if it'll happen. Yeah. It's only happened eight times. Yeah. And it's it's only even been a chance. Ten. Uh, times. Ten. So yeah. it, it's getting to the Super Bowl alone is extremely difficult in the NFL. And Winning going back and to that, going back is insane. Yeah, and and going back to that Green Bay losing their 
their shot to Denver. That was actually the first of back-to-back for Denver right. with John Elway. Mm-hmm. He went out after two. So again, it's it should be interesting to see, but that's just a potential stat. This is the fifth meeting between Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes. Wow, they've had that many so already? They had, they had one in the, the playoffs. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I guess so, because they've had one every regular season. Yeah. And they are they have each won two. They're two and two. And you ready for this? Total team points. It's separated by like one or two points, ain't it? One point. 121 to 120. The Chiefs have that advantage. Mahomes and his team has that advantage. 121 to 120. Find that fascinating. Brady, obviously, if he wins, gets his seventh ring. If he gets another MVP, it'd be his fifth yeah. Super Bowl MVP. Yeah. Mahomes has one and one. If he wins, it would give him two Super Bowls and the league MVP before turning 26. And that has only happened one other time. Is that? Do you know who that is? Tom Brady. Negative. That wasn't Tom Brady? He did not have uh, a league MVP before. And, and he, no, it was Emmett Smith. Oh, that's right. He did get Super Bowl MVP. Yep. 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 Or Super Bowl MVP or regular season MVP? He had, you know, regular season MVP. Regular season, okay. Two rings and a league MVP before turning 26. Only happened once so far. Emmett Smith. And that that kind of that was kind of painful for me to say out loud. I gotta be honest with you. Yeah, you hate that name. You just don't like that name. I just gave credit to top five running back of all time i'll say it. i, I, I said mean, it. i'll, I'll I said agree it. i agree i said it but still you like, could you could extrapolate that however you want it the vitriol of you just saying his name if people could see your face <laughs> yeah. as you said that yeah. name. yeah i wasn't gonna say the stat but i i said you know what i'm gonna go out of character and i'm gonna give credit to a cowboys player what a matchup like this yeah. is a fun 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 matchup well i think it's uh, fun too. like you'll, you hear some people be like who would have ever seen this super bowl coming like this everybody. was one of the <laughs> two choices everybody. it was either gonna yeah. be tampa or green bay like yeah and, and i'm talking about from the beginning of the season like uh, everybody, i would not have said tampa had a great shot i'm not saying uh, we, they I'm were not something saying, like 50 to 1 or something i'm not like that. saying that we said it i'm saying well what i saw from like you know a lot of sportscasters announcers uh uh you know, reporters. A lot of them were saying it's either going to be Green Bay or Tampa Bay, and, and that or was New Orleans. Or New Orleans. One name. It was simply because of one name. Yeah. They were giving Brady yeah. all the credit. And and listen, I, it's hard for me to get. He he got them there. He they are. Well, I mean, it's, it's your team looks a lot better when you're not throwing two picks a game, or or thirty thirty like like well, Jameis did last two year per game. He, That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He yeah. averaged almost two per game. It was ridiculous. Yep. No, I'm I'm with you. So, quick rundown of some statistical categories for them, just to see how they pair up on these. Right. Okay. Started with the offense. Mm-hmm. Where would you have guessed they ranked in the league in the regular season in total yards on offense? Uh, okay. Without looking it up. Without looking it up, I obviously um, have it. You don't look it up. You're no, supposed I'm to not, be guessing. I, I'll That's say. The general uh, Tampa Bay finished higher, I think. 
in total offensive in yards. Total is what offensive yards. I think I think Tampa finished higher. Um, I'll put them at between five and seven. Uh, no, no, three and five, and then I'll put Casey okay. between five and seven. Tampa Bay finished seventh uh, in total yards with 384 a game. Okay. Kansas City finished first, 450. Did they really? It didn't. They really did. Didn't. They really. I know. Like it. I know. Now scoring. I'm not gonna make you guess. I'm just gonna tell you. Yeah, I got it. Tampa Bay third. Yeah. Thirty point eight per game. Kansas City six. Twenty nine point six per game. Like a point. I think, I think that that's what I was like because yeah, like we were saying all season, KC didn't really do. Like, they didn't have to. They didn't have to. They never felt like yeah. they were ever in the, the position, with the exception of one game against Vegas, like they were being threatened. Both these teams lean on their passing game, at least oh, in yeah. the regular season. Yeah. Finishing first and second, Kansas City first, yep. Tampa Bay second in the passing office. Kansas City had 303 per game, Tampa Bay had 289 per game. Meanwhile, the rushing, Kansas City finished 16th with 112, Tampa Bay 28th with 95. Which just is shy shocking of 95. Because if you look at the playoffs and how Tampa Bay has done what they've been able to do, they've been leaning so heavily on Fournette. And to a certain extent, Ronald Jones, too. Yeah. Like, it, oh, I'm with you. And we're going to talk more about yeah, that in, yeah. in our matchups, I'm sure. Get some defensive stats. Oh, boy. Total yards. Defensive. Kansas City finished. Close to the top, right? No. Really? Finished 16th in total yards. Okay, so middle. Middle of the ground. Giving up 358.3 a game. Tampa Bay finished Oh, we're six. talking about yards. Okay. Yes, Sorry. yards. Sorry, I thought Tampa Bay finished 6th at 327 yeah. per yeah. game. Scoring defense, Kansas City finished 11th at 22.6 points a game. Tampa Bay at 8th, 22.2 points a game. Passing 14th and 21st, Kansas City and Tampa Bay. Rushing defense, and here is a little glimpse into the future. Oh, Tampa Bay is like, they were one of the best, one of, if not the they best. They were number league, one. That I know. They were number one, giving up only 80.6 yards rushing per and game. The thing Kansas that actually, City, the opposite, uh, 21st. Yeah. Obviously the, not exactly the opposite. The thing that, that's more impressive about Tampa Bay finishing first in, in run defense, they lost their run stopper early. Yeah. Yep. Like Vito Vie yep. is yep. one of the premier run stoppers in the NFL. He went and they still... They, they, nobody ran on them. Like Tampa Bay, they they yep. stopped Alvin Kamara, who is arguably not even arguably one of the best running backs in the yes. league. Yes, I would lead, and we're not going to get into a Kamara debate. I would say he is as dangerous in the passing game as he is in the running yeah. game. Yeah. Pure running back, I wouldn't put him up high. I'd still put I, him I, top I, not five. all the way. At the I'd top. still put him top Maybe five. Top five. Maybe. You know, but that's an Maybe. argument for another day, another another show. I want to dive in on the keys for the Kansas City offense. Mm -hmm. This is where we're going to start. The Kansas City offense against this Tampa Bay Buccaneer defense. Yeah. Yeah. That's where we're going to start with. And I think be, we both can agree. Well, I mean, I got so So I think they got to protect Mahomes. That's obvious. Yeah. They... 
and the reason I now that that's normally not a huge issue, but they're missing Eric Fisher. He's out, mm-hmm. and that's a huge deal. And I think JPP and Shaq Barrett are going to be able to have some some success with a with a lighter offensive line than we're used to from Kansas City. Yo, I mean, we saw what they did to Green Bay without Bakhtiari. So exactly, exactly, and I think that's gonna that's gonna be a problem. They have to. They, they have to stop that front four from getting them mm. and force Tampa Bay to blitz, which shouldn't be very difficult because Tampa Bay is is a heavy blitzing team. They blitz on 38% of dropbacks, fifth most in the year. The problem is Mahomes leads the league in QBR against the blitz. Yeah. So... It's a matter of, and we'll talk about what the defense has to do, but we're focused on what the offense is. Mm-hmm. They got to protect Mahomes. I, I, yes, yes. I, that's you have one. To that's one. Quarter- we have several keys. Right. There's protect, several keys. You have to protect your quarterback in any situation. Uh, you know, if you're if you're knocking a quarterback down every other play, yep. then obviously you're disrupting the game plan. However, it, it's it's just as you said. Like nobody in the league is better against the blitz. Than Patrick Mahomes, and and there, there's a reason for it, and I'm sure that we're going to get to it when you get further down the line of what they need sure. to do to win. But it, it also has to do with the fact of the guy can throw from any arm slot, from any angle, from anywhere on the field, and just throw darts. Well, and we talked about this uh, a couple weeks ago. One of the the amazing things going into the conference championship game, I found a, a post about the release points of passes throughout mm-hmm. the season. And it, it worked out that the widest spread is playing the tightest spread yeah. in this yeah. game in that Mahomes can throw from anywhere on the field. And that moves into my second key is you have to protect Mahomes. You have to buy him time. Now, if that means he's rolling out of the pocket and and creating plays and allowing his receivers to have time to get down the field and find holes in whatever zone or get away from man coverage, so be it. But he has to be able to create and move. They have to protect him and allow him time to move around. And I don't think that that's... So, yes, that's your first, game. Your that's first game. game. Your first two points are essentially the same thing. Um, well, that's and, what they and, go hand in hand with each right, other. Yes. Right, right. And, and while it's hard to argue that point, I think with someone like Patrick Mahomes, it's not you as have important. way more wiggle room. You have way more yeah, room for error. I, it's, I, I think that these are more points that we can get onto for the Buccaneers' offense. You're well, jumping sure. ahead of me. No, no, you're we, jumping and, ahead. But listen, listen to me for a second. I, you're putting these at one and two, and, and the, the, these are these are not in order of priority. Okay, okay. These are not it, in order. So priority. long as we're going to preface no, 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 it with that, because no, that's no, no, not no, the, no, no, there's no. there's one thing that I think is way more important than anything else that that, that you just go said. give it to me, Kelsey. You have to get the ball to Kelsey, and it doesn't matter if you blitz Mahomes. It doesn't matter if you get him out of the pocket. When you have the best tight end in the NFL. One of the best tight end talents we've ever seen. He's an mm-hmm. unguardable weapon. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if they blitz you because all you have to say is, all right, do a three and in. Mm-hmm. Do a three and in. Yep. Do a five and in. Yep. Throw it up. Let him get it because nobody's going to get the ball from him. So, so, yes, you have to protect Mahomes, but as long as Kelsey is playing his game, 
it's not as big of a deal to protect Mahomes because you have that security blanket. Again, and then, wasn't putting them as higher priority. Well, no, okay. I just have a list but, of things. But what I'm saying is, and like, I started also, it with Mahomes. If, if That's you, all. If you blitz Mahomes, you're giving the middle of the field to Kelsey, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. a death sentence. Yep. And then once you decide to drop them back, then you're going to give time to Mahomes, which is a death sentence. Yep. And then once you decide, okay, well, we have to blitz and we have to cover Kelsey, so you're going to bring your safeties up. Or you're gonna and play then, a nickel, and you got Hill. and you've got the the fastest receiving core that we've ever seen streaking down the field. So, I think that this this has less to do with protecting Mahomes and 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 keeping him, you know, where he can buy time. He's gonna get time simply because of Kelsey. So again no level of priority to my points just making the points no I, I i know that it's just i think that those are two points that first off you can say that about any team in the nfl at any time and if i will i'm going to say it again in a few minutes yes yeah, right but i think it's a <laughs> lot more integral to that game plan yes. than it is for casey that's yes. all i'm saying like i understand that these are points and points in every single football game from peewee all the way up to the pros so then, so then you agree with my points is what you're yes, saying. Yes, but what I'm saying awesome. is with KC, it, it's it's too. So I'm just doing level. it in That's a vacuum it. of what KC needs to do, like forgetting anything else. Just KC needs to do these things. K, look, like, KC, KC needs to do one thing. They need to be KC. That's well, so they, so you took my third point. My third point is be patient. Yeah, play your game. They've been down a hundred times, got all last year in the playoffs. They were down by nine in their last game. Don't panic, and they don't. They 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 seemingly never panic. No. Don't panic. Play your game. You can score in a flash. Just be patient and stick to your game plan. And I got one more. Good from the offensive standpoint for Kansas City, mm-hmm. McCole Hardman. Yeah, McCole Hardman yeah. has an opportunity in this game to. Feast, dark horse, not calling it dark horse MVP candidate. Because if they key in on Kelsey, like you just said, and they keep coverage over the top on Hill, that defense is going to shift to those two players, leaving McCole Hardman, who is slightly less fast than than Tyreek Hill, one on one with the third maybe fourth defender, he has an opportunity to feast. And if they look for him and push the ball downfield to McCole Hardman, he could eat Tampa Bay's lunch. So two things. One, has Sammy Watkins been ruled out of this game? I haven't seen anything I have not about seen it. that, no. Okay. I have not seen that. Um, and I, I don't think it matters as far as what you're saying because I think McCole Hardman has earned that number two slot this season. I really do, and I think that even with Sammy Watkins yes. is playing, Michael Hardman's going to get plenty of time. Oh, yeah, Hardman's number two. Yeah. Uh, the Wide other thing, receiver. The Wide other thing receiver. I wanted to say, is second point, is I, I fully agree with that, and that's what I was saying. I, I, notice how when I said they have the fastest receiving core. I didn't key in yes. on Hill. Yes. You know, yes. The, I, no, I, was, I was jumping is, on this. Not just as fast, but you, you might as well. A I mean, hair slower. Yeah, it's A not much slower. slower. And then you you also, if Sammy Watkins ends up playing, you have Sammy Watkins. You, you you can't, you can only double team one person on the Chiefs. And the second that you decide that that other player is killing you and you throw the double on them too, you're right. It's just going to be feast. 
just jumping on your point about their speed, Tyreek is at 429 on the 40. Yeah. Nicole was timed at 433. That's that's not a huge difference. It's half a step. They're both, it's literally they're half both, a step. I mean, at 40 yards, you you lost. It wasn't yeah. close, yeah. but it's it's still really, really fast. So you're right. Kelsey is a huge and and now I think this this carries us over into the keys for the Tampa Bay defense, what they need to do, which is in a lot of ways the opposite of what we just said for the offense, but looking at it from a defensive point of view, I think it's obvious they have to limit the big plays. They cannot let Hill beat them deep. They're going to have to double over the top. They're going to have to keep a safety here because explosive plays is how Kansas City has dominated this league for the past few years. And I think Hill has heard all this talk from Miller about how he thinks he's faster than Tyreek which and is I absurd. Tyreek, I'm sorry, that's I think, absurd. I think Tyreek is trying to prove a point in this game. I think he's going to try and prove a point. He he can score from anywhere on the field. Well, yeah, and and, and you know, once again, there's we we haven't heard anything about whether Antoine Winfield Jr. is going to be playing or not. I, I, I guess that he's supposed to be questionable, but we haven't gotten the the definite on him yet. So you don't have that over the top great player. That Winfield Jr. has proven to be this year in, in his rookie year, I believe, first or second year, and and we don't we don't know who's going to be able to back them up. So if if you don't have that player who can't back you up in the deep when you're dealing with a Tyreek Hill, when you're dealing with a Michael Hardman, they're they're going to burn you, especially yes. if you like we like you just said, if you piss them off. I, 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 there's gotta be, there's gotta be locker room, like they, they've got to go on. Excuse me. What? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, Next, absolutely. And you, and you talked about it on the Kansas city side, Tampa Bay has to have a plan for Kelsey. You yeah. have to. Yeah. He is. And we've said this a hundred times. He is the best weapon in football. He is unguardable. There's a classic line. We both heard, we both said it. Even when he's covered, he's open. Yeah, that, he, he, he is. He's the tight end, Randy Moss. Like that's yes. that's what he's yeah. becoming. I personally would call for them to press cover him and chuck him off the line, give throw him off his spot, make his make his route have to shift, throw off that timing between him and Mahomes. I'm not saying it's going to work, but backing off of him sure isn't going to work. You have to get up in his face. You have to throw off that timing. You have to put him in an uncomfortable situation. You have to have a plan for Kelsey. An argument could be made that you double him over Hill. Like you just just play back on Hill and you double Kelsey. Absolutely. The the thing is, too, like you're saying you got to get in his face. Like not only do you have to get in his face, you have to get in his face with the right player. Like you yeah, can't he has just to be big enough. You you can't just throw a cornerback on Travis Kelsey and be no. like, I ah, just just press him and no. you'll be fine. No, he's gonna no. tear you apart. And then so, in, in all honesty, the counter to this is if you throw a linebacker in there, he's gonna if, right. and if he gets by you, he's gonna blow right by you. Yeah. But you, you have to from a defensive standpoint, that's the only approach I can think of that um, might work. I think that you well, the issue is is that the other option is a really bad option too, because you're yes. using Tyree Kill. Yeah. Like you you can throw the strong safety on him. If if Antoine Winfield Jr. is playing, I'd press for Antoine Winfield Jr. But then the issue yeah. is, but then Tyreek Hill, Tyree Hill going over the top that's just yeah. going to rip you apart. So, I keep the personally, I keep the double over the top because you yeah. can't. Yeah, you, like you can 
it's not ideal, but you can sustain eight yards, seven mm-hmm. yards, oh, yeah. eight yards yeah. from from Kelsey. You cannot withstand seventy five yards from. Oh, absolutely, from absolutely. You're yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Yep. I. Uh, you got to keep Mahomes in the pocket. We talked about this with, uh, a few minutes ago when we said that Mahomes can throw it from anywhere. You have to contain him. You can't let him get outside the pocket because not only does he create well, not only can he run well if he so chooses, though his first his first gut is not to run the ball. It is to throw it downhill, downfield, and we said that. His eyes are always downfield looking to make a play. But if you keep him contained, eventually you're going to squeeze him in and you're going to get some pressure on him. And it stops him from having the time to let his receivers get open. Why don't they? Because his receivers with their speed, you can only cover for so long. Mm -hmm. It's not just that, too. Like, not only do you have to contain him, but when you break the contain, you have to keep him rolling to his left. If he rolls to his right, you're done. You're done. Yeah. There's nothing you can do. At least if you roll him to the left, he can't uncork a 60-yarder. Well, so so you're not 100% accurate there because he has. However, it's less likely to. Right. He, your best case is to, to go to the left. But if you contain him and don't let him get outside the pocket at all, that's your best case scenario. Right. Right. No, and, and, and I agree. What I'm saying is like the backup plan. You break contain. Look, that that left defensive end is going to be so important if he over pursues. I think that's JPP. Is it JPP on the left? I think it's JPP. It, 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 it's either him it or Shaq, I think. Uh, no, it's actually in Dominican Sue. Sue's the end. Sue's not an end. Sue's the end. He, it's a base three four. Okay. Um, so JPP's the a linebacker. Um, so yeah, but he's the edge rusher, is what I'm saying. Anyway, go ahead. Well, okay, whatever. Who, whether it's JPP and Dominican Sue, whoever, if they, they overpenetrate and they don't, like if they go for that sack and it doesn't work, and they miss, and they miss, they, they're gonna look horrible. And we're talking about two players who, who at the time, at, at some point in their career, were the best at their position. The Dominican Sue, yes. JPP, I'm talking about. Yes. So to see if they get embarrassed that way, and and. You see Patrick Mahomes take off and just uncork because they made a mistake. It on this, it, it's just again it, that big play can yeah. rip them apart. Yep, I would steer away from the blitz heavy that they're so used to doing. Oh, absolutely. I, I, I think you have off. to. Yeah, because you, you, you have to cover. Yeah, I would back off, keep the coverage two over the top. And and some type of man or a mix of a of a base defense there, and then get home with your with your lineman. What is it? Front four. Yep. Get home with those four. Uh, three. That's what I would do. It's well, add add in JPP as he's rushing from the edge. Get get, get home with those four. That's yep. what I would yep. do. Yep. And and now, at some point, you're probably going to have to blitz. If you do, get home. You can't get eaten up by a running back. You can't get eaten up by a by a you know a pulling guard. No, you have to get home on the blitz. Mm-hmm. Get pressure with your front four. You know those four initial line uh, rushers, and then you have to get home when you do blitz. Though I blitz at less of a rate because they're going to be expecting the blitz. So you have to change that up. That's what well, I would. It's do. not just that. Like you don't have to blitz as much because this KC team is not going to run the ball as often. Probably not. So you, you you can have that extra defender go in instead of staying down the middle 
So, so your run stopper, who's going to be, you know, in, in the center gap, I think it's going to be uh, uh, Nunez Rochez, I, I believe. Um, or no, V to V. Is he, is he? Yeah, he is back. V to V. V to V. Yeah. So you can have him now push the middle of that line and force one of the guards straight back. to have to push come it with straight him. back. Yeah, exactly. because you're not going to have to worry about him, the, the running back jumping, you know, out of your side. Exactly. No, exactly. And it, listen, all of this and what we're going to continue to say is easier said than done, which leads yeah. me to my next. You got to stay disciplined. You have to stay in your yeah. lane. You have to stay with your man in pass well, that, coverage. That's exactly, you have to stay in your lane in the pass rush. That's exactly they what do. we were just saying is, you know, you can't yeah. over penetrate. You can't. Yeah. You can't, can't over pursue. You can't jump around. You can't around. look in the like, backfield. You have to stay with yeah. your guy. Yeah. Like all, you have to stay disciplined. They yeah. use a lot of misdirection. They use a lot of motions. We saw all those motions with Tyree Kill. They use that underhand throw. They use all kinds of window dressings. Stay disciplined yeah. and you have a shot. Yep. Uh, nothing more to say about that. Perfect. <laughs> Get them off the field after third down. Now that is something that, that we that, say that, that we might, say in every game, right? That might actually be the hardest thing to do. So we say that about you always got to get them off the field. What I'm mm -hmm. saying is you have to force them into third and long and keep them into fourth and long because if they get into fourth and three, they're going for it. Yeah. And they're getting it, man. Yeah. Like they're just gonna get it. So there is no punting. Well, and, like, and it's like, uh, it's unless like we, it's fourth and long, or they're really deep in their own territory, they ain't punting, man. Well, even if even if it's deep in, like I, we've seen them they on might like still the twenty-five yard line at fourth yes. and three. They're just like, all right, uh, Kelsey, go do a, th yes. a button hook three. Yep. And, and bam, it's just so it's, if you get them into the rare third and long, you can't let them get close. Yeah, yeah. That, like it used to be, just don't let them get the first down. No. Don't let them get within five yards of the first down. You have to hold them and get them off the field because they're not on the field. That offense well, can't score. And, and not just that, too. Like You have to hold them to field goals. You have to. You're not going to yes. stop this team from scoring. You're not. So every time that you get them to get a field goal instead of a touchdown, that's it's a win. A win. It's a win. Absolutely. And, they, and my last point. Not the last point that could possibly be made, but the last one I got. They got to cause turnovers. Again, something yeah, we say about yeah. every game. We get that. But they have to cause turnovers and then score off of them. They need points off turnovers. 45% of the points the Buccaneers have scored in this postseason has come off the turnover. And well, they've it, won those games yeah. by an average of just under eight points. Yeah, so every this point matters. Right yeah. here, this that right here could determine the game for the Buccaneers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're absolutely right. Like, and and once again, it's something that you can say about every single football game. But generally, but or in this game, whoever wins the turnover battle wins the game. And, and now that that that's you know he, they had three last week yeah. and. But, but nonetheless, with what the tendencies are in this postseason, Tampa Bay has won because they have forced turnovers and scored off of those turnovers. That is the key. One more thing that I want to add is a key. and it's For the Tampa Bay defense? For the Tampa Bay defense. And it might yeah, yeah. be the hardest thing that I could imagine a team having to do. Okay. You need to force KC to run the ball. Yes. 
they won't have to yes. force it because it, and it's it's such a hard thing to do in football because there's well any, i don't know that anybody can get them to run the like they, well, they and, don't and it, they're not going to that's what i'm saying too it, it, it is you're you're playing a team like kc who is so good through the air that there's almost zero reason for them to run well as andy reed said every down is a passing down yeah but if you can Fourth find one, throw it if you can find some way to frustrate Andy Reid and and Eric Bieniemy as far as we have to we have to do something different cuz passing's not working you're slowing the game down you're keeping Tom Brady in it the second so, that go ahead go ahead no, I'm sorry the second that you let KC start getting in that passing rhythm and and what I'm trying it's to say over. is you you want KC to, to start running the ball on first and second down. You know it's not yes. happening on third. You know it's no. not happening on third. So the only way I can see them being able to do that is what I said earlier and getting out of the blitz and putting everybody in right. coverage. Yes, yes. Right. They're and only rushing those four or three, if you will, mm-hmm. and everybody else is backing off. Listen, they're going to run the ball. Right. And it's going to happen. I, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, I'm trying to piggyback off of what you were saying, but showing why it's so important. But like, I don't. But so the, the key is they have to back everybody into coverage and actually cover. Get pressure. And, and get pressure. Like, they, they have, have to stop yeah. them from succeeding. Yeah. And that is where I think everybody has had the hard part. Yeah, you can yeah. try and cover everybody, but you're not staying with them. Right. Kelsey's going to get open. Patty Mahomes is going right. to – Patrick Mahomes is going to scramble and, and, and get and get enough time for one of his receivers to break free. It's it's just – and that's that's why you, we have to do all those things that we talked about, containing Mahomes, staying home on the coverage, well, not letting Kelsey get off the line freely, stuff like that. Essentially what we're saying is the only way that Tampa Bay's defense is going to be able to win this game is by forcing Kansas City to run the ball. That's what it's going to come down to. Forcing Kansas City not to play Kansas City football. Right, exactly. And that said, there's still a path to them winning, yeah. even if they well, run yeah, the ball. Yeah, I mean, they still have great run. They still have Edward Zelaire. They still have Le'Veon Bell. Like, yep. They still yep. have weapons in the backfield. They just don't use them. Let's flip it around. Now let's talk about the Tampa Bay offense and the Kansas City defense. Okay. Like, and it's funny because this is what we've said so many times about teams playing against Tom Brady. But you gotta get it's to all Tom about Brady. time of possession. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, for the for the Tampa Bay offense, it's all about time of possession. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. All absolutely. about time of possession. If Patrick Mahomes is on the bench, he's not scoring touchdowns. Yeah, plain yeah. and simple. You have to keep them off the field. A key to that p- process is they have to win on first down. We saw it against Green Bay. They ran that ball right down Green Bay's throat, scoring or gaining five, six, seven yards on first down. If they do that in this game, they have a great chance at having success. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They can't get behind the sticks. Yeah, no, absolutely. Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones Jr. are going to have to play lights out. They're Another just dark to. horse MVP. If they, if, they, if those no. two could well, be in the and, running and, for MVP as well. To be honest, I, th- I think the most, the, the two most important players on Tampa's side are the left and right tackles. 
Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. and it's not for establishing that, that run game it, and protecting Brady, right? But I, I think it's it's as far as Tristan Wersko, who's the, the the rookie out of the Iowa rookie, State, yes, who, who's been playing great, you great know, play, great great, play. great pick this he's, year. He's gonna have to lead the way because Fournette and Jones like running to the right. It's just it, when you're a running back, you have a preference for what side you go to. It's just the way sure, it is. sure. They love going to the right. And if you go to the right, that's where you're going to run into Indomitian Sue and JPP, and you're going to run into the meat of that defense. So if you can push them back, average three, four yards. And, and I remember being told countless times growing up as a lineman and in, in, in Pop Warner football and high school football yep. and all that, if you can average three and a half yards a carry, you win. It's just the the, the the nature of the beast because all you need is 10 yards. You get that every third down by averaging three and a half. Yep. So, so long as they can push back just enough to keep Fournette and Jones churning away at those yards and keeping that Tampa Bay offense on the field, it, it's that much easier for you to beat this KC team. Number two, we said this before and you mentioned it, that it has to happen on both sides. They have to keep Brady upright. Not not just upright. Like they need comfortable. To, they need to keep Brady on his feet. It, like yes, not not just on his feet. Like protected. Have that time to to look over. Because if you give Tom, yes. if you give ever give any quarterback time to kill you, they're going to. Yes. Never so much as with somebody like Tom Brady. Like yes. he. He's so reinvigorated this season with with this team. Like we didn't well, see these throws out of him last year in New England. Nope. He's nope. uncorking forty yard bombs. Like like it's yep. nothing. I think that he has the most average yards downfield per pass. Uh, well, and, of any and he doesn't and he doesn't move. Yeah. So you know where he's going to be. So the pass rush knows where he's going to be. Yeah. You have to protect him. And I think a a a name to key on. Is they have to keep Chris Jones under under wraps. They can't let him get to Brady. He's yeah. going to be as big a, a weapon. Well, not, not just Chris Jones, Frank Clark. Like no, Frank. I, I didn't say. I, didn't, I was saying he's just a name to key on. Is Chris well, Jones can can really disrupt well, I'm Tom Brady? I'm saying Chris Jones and Frank Clark. Like Frank yes. Clark got that huge contract from yep. KC because of the pressure that he puts on the quarterback. Bringing this back to time of possession, circling it back, if you will, and you said it, they got to establish the run. They have to run the ball. They have to pound it down the Chiefs' throat. And and, and it's it's weird to look at this. Like, you look at who your quarterback is, Tom Brady, the GOAT. And and there's no argument anymore. Yep, I'm there. Yeah. And this receiving core, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, whether Antonio Brown plays or not, doesn't matter. Scotty Miller. Hashtag X Factor. I, I mean, he, he he's could your be, man. He's your man. But, I mean, regardless, like, you look at this this wide receiving core and you're like, oh, we, then your tight ends, Gronkowski, Bray, you want to have a shootout. Generally, that's how this team should be thinking is we're just going to give to our receivers and we're just going to launch the ball down the field. If you do that against this KC team, you are not going to keep up. You're not. Well, it, it, in that in that sense, it takes one mistake, yeah. and that's and that's a point that I'm going to make in a minute. But staying with the run, you have to. What we see so often, 
And I'm not saying we see it from either of these teams, but teams give up on that run. They, mm -hmm. they go, we're going to establish the run and we're going to we're going to mm -hmm. ram it down their throat. And then they give up like midway through the first quarter. And you're like, what are you doing? Why? We saw that with the Cowboys a bunch. Zeke just wasn't getting the carries yeah. Yeah. and and you couldn't figure out what was happening. That's the same thing that can happen here. It keeps Mahomes off the field. It keeps you in control of the game play, pace. And more, most importantly, in my opinion, it makes the Chiefs start to come closer to the line of scrimmage, closer to the line of scrimmage, start respecting the run. The and then Godwin and Evans are going to feast all day. Yeah. They're going to go right over the top because Brady has shown, at least in these playoffs, he is dropping dimes out there he yeah. is dropping dimes i can see throwing in the first couple of plays and then going okay <laughs> and handing that ball off to fournette and just ram it down their throat if they are taking a step back before they're coming forward you have them on their heels yeah. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely now to to your point that we were just making about you can't get into a shootout and throw all over these guys that's because you cannot turn the ball over yeah. this is never more important than a in a super bowl and b against this kansas city chiefs team well it, it's they can score we, so fast well and that's like we i mean most people i didn't see it but you know most people saw last year in the super bowl what happened with sam fran they got out <laughs> that and then jimmy and G they let him come back they just started throwing yep. the ball to kc and kc they're so fast you can't give Patrick Mahomes extra bites at the apple. You can't do it. Yeah, you yeah. will be burned. Period. Yep. Stay disciplined. Don't don't get ahead of yourself. Stick with your game plan as long as you possibly can. What? And the longer you're able to stick with it, the more likely you're going to have a shot at this game. Well, and I think the thing is too, like we're not saying don't take chances. Like take no, no, a no. chance downfield. If if you have Mike Evans on No, I'm not saying run it yeah. 75 times. No, no, I know that. I know that. But what like I'm saying 30? is 30 like, yeah, but what I'm saying, like, as far as the turnover battle, yeah. if you see Mike Evans and he's got a one-on-one -on, -one on the outside, 30, 40 yards take on it. the field, chuck take it, take it. it, take the chance. And if you mess up, but don't up, throw in a double and triple coverage. Right, right. But if you see that, then worst case scenario, it's a 40-yard punt. Might be on first down, yep. but it's a 40-yard. We yard saw, punt. we saw that against Green Bay. Yeah, Brady threw that. He got, they got pressure. And he just chucked it up, and it was a pick, but it was 40 yards downfield, mm -hmm. so not a huge deal. Well, Kansas City, hold on, hold on. What do, you, what do you got? Give I think me. that what, what all this essentially comes down to, you take everything that we just said about what Tampa Bay's offense needs to do. Yep. The mo What all of it breaks down to, and, and even involving the defense in this, don't let KC get ahead. Because the second that they get ahead... They'll run away. They're going to run away. Because it's like we said, you're not going to keep up with them in a track meet. You need yep. to keep them running the ball. But if, you, if you're if you not able to... you got to keep least, the game close. Right, exactly. Perfect. you got to keep the game you close. you got to keep the game close enough, at least to the point where if you have the ball at the end of the game, you're playing you for chance. the game. Yep. Because if they're, up, if they're up by 14 points going into the fourth And they quarter, have the ball, you're losing. That's it. You lost. That's the game. Yeah. Yep. So you got to keep the game closed. Don't let Tampa Bay or don't let Tampa Bay. Don't let Kansas City get out to too much of a lead because the second they do, that's it. You might as well hang up the yep. leads. Yep. No, it, it, it's hard to come back on this team because they just keep scoring. And it goes to our point that we made earlier. When you have the ball, score. 
Well, and not just that. Field like, goals won't do it. We saw the, the one game that they truly lost this year, because I don't count game, you know, week seven. Against Vegas. Yeah, was against Vegas. And that's what Vegas And Derek Carr threw it all over ahead. the yeah. yeah. Well, not just that. It's once they got the lead, it was, we're feeding Jacobs. We're feeding Jacobs. Yep. We're feeding Jacobs. Yep. Kept Mahomes off the field. You got to build that lead quick and then run the ball. And that's it. That's the game plan. That's how you yep. be, and it's so much harder to do than than. Oh, it's easier said like than that. done. But it, that's what you got to do. You got to build up a quick lead. You know, come out swinging, and then once you 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 hit them, back up, run the ball, and just burn the clock. Kansas City defense. Yeah. What do they have to do? Um. Well, first thing they have to do is just play, play tight tight coverage. Yes, you they know. cannot let the passing game beat them. Yeah. They can't. Like, they have to, much like Tampa Bay has to do on defense, but but at, at a at a higher scale, I believe, you have to limit the explosive plays because Tampa Bay can have explosive plays too. No, absolutely. absolutely. They absolutely can, and they I, have to limit that. Now, I think that the, the big X factor in all this is we don't know what's going on with Antoine Winfield Jr. We know that Honey Badger is going to be there. Well, so you you you, you jumped me because my very next point were two words: Tyron Matthew Badger. Yeah, yeah. or or I mean, he has to be able to be the player that he is. He's a ball hawk when he's out there. I look for him to be in coverage and then rotate back into the middle of the field mm-hmm. after the snap, post snap rotation, which allows him to roam the field and make plays on the ball. Confuse Brady, make you make him th- which is way easier said than done. There isn't a coverage scheme that he hasn't seen, and I get that. But if you can make him think you're over here, and then after the snap, when he's looking down, you're rotating back, you have a chance to snipe that ball. And he has to be able to blitz, too. Well, Because he can get home. Staying on on the Honey Badger train that we're on right now. Well, yeah, that's what I was talking about. Yeah, I know. In coverage, you mean? Well, no, no, no. Just staying on, on him for a minute. If you take what he's done in these playoffs, and if you added it to the regular season, I think he's hands down the player of the year defensively. Like, yes, and, I, I and, would agree with you. I would agree with you. He was he's all over the field. He's all, he's so important, and you didn't think so in the regular season because once again, Kansas City never had to to, to step on somebody's throat. They yep. never had to. You yep. know, it was just it was so simple for them. We saw it a lot last or two weeks ago against Buffalo. Yeah. We saw it a lot. He was all over the field. And I've been saying that for three weeks now, that he's been the key to that defense. Yeah. If he yeah. is allowed to play the game that he plays, and, and you're going to have a hard time winning. And I think you said it so perfectly. You can't just have him drop back. You need to have Tyron Matthews so invested. And yes. the best way to get a player like this invested is, look, we're going to let you do a little bit of everything. Steve we're, Spagnuolo needs to go up to him and say, go play football. Yeah. Yeah, and, and in fact, like almost to the point of him being like, "Look, our, our you know Hitchens is going to call the play, the middle linebacker. Yep. He's going to call the play, and he's going to tell everyone else what players. to do. And you do whatever you feel is necessary. We don't care if you Rotate drop back and and do all yeah. the scheming that we're supposed to do. But you go get that ball. Yeah, you go exactly. get yep. that ball. Give me the ball. You give me the ball. You give me the ball from yeah. from replacements. And, and like go get said, the ball. Like I said, Tristan Wirfs might be the most important player on on Tampa in this game. Tyron Matthews is oh, going to be the most important person in case. Specific, definitely on the defense, an argument could be made in the game. Right. 
an right. argument and, and could be made. You know, if if this turns into a game where it, it it's not a shootout, it's a low scoring game. Matthew's gonna be the MVP. Like, he has it, an just... absolute chance of taking yeah. that. You're a hundred percent right. You could easily see. Uh, an interception or a fumble or a late sack that seals it, a strip sack, something, a scoop and score, something like that where he yep. makes a game-changing play. I can absolutely see that. And that's where it goes into the next point. You got to get pressure on Brady. You yep. have to get pressure on You have to get pressure on Brady. Listen, he's lost three Super Bowls. Two of them were to Steve Spagnuolo's defense. Yeah. And what did they yeah. do? They got pressure on Brady. They moved him and they hit him. If they can do that, and that's why I love Tyron Matthew occasionally coming off the edge on a on a safety blitz mm-hmm. and just plastering Brady, you're you're going to do it cuz Brady's going to then try and get the get rid of the ball quickly. He's going to try and throw those short passes and he has not had nearly as much success on those short throws that he has on on the ones where he's had time. He's throwing it into the dirt, he's missing them. His the timing's been off on his receivers. If you can get him shook in that pocket, you're going to have a great well, yeah. chance. Yeah, Brady's been like that his whole career too. Like Yes, I remember. It, it's it's everybody's that's always been the secret to beating Tom Brady. Peyton Manning yep. has said it. Yep. Carm Edwards has said it. Some of the, yep. the smartest men in football have said the way that you beat Tom Brady is you get to Tom Brady. Yep. So, like I said, that's how, and and I'm not trying to bring my team into it. It just so happens that yeah, the no, defensive no, coordinator for the Chiefs was the defensive coordinator for the teams that beat well, and, and that, twice, and, and that's what he did. And he that's got how the, pressure. That's how the Eagles beat him. And yep. that's how that's how the Falcons built up that huge lead in that first half, like, and then get, gave it up. Yeah, well, they stopped rushing the, the passer, which I know. No, they threw the ball on third. Day. What are you doing? It's you not, run it. Yeah, but you still gave up over anyway, twenty continue. plus points. Anyway, continue. <laughs> yes, no, you're you're a hundred percent right. They got to get home. They got to get pressure. Ideally, you want to get pressure with the base defense without bringing a blitzer. Well, and, and that's Ideally, what I was about that's what I was about to say is Chris you Jones have and Matthew Frank sitting Clark, back there. Yeah. Yes. Chris Jones and Frank Clark have to put enough pressure on the line so that when Tyron Matthew makes his There's nobody there three, to block four blitzes you know per game, which is all that he should be making. That's that's all I'm saying. Three four. But yeah, it needs oh, to be absolutely. at the right time. And and Frank Clark and Chris Jones need to get that dominance on that line where they're not even thinking about Matthew. Yep. He just comes in and just uncorks on Tom Brady. And then of course, gotta stop the run. They got they have to the Chiefs have to stop the run. Yeah. They yeah. they want to force them to run by not allowing the big plays, but stop the run on that first down. Because they're gonna run it on first mm-hmm. down is more often mm-hmm. than not. And they if they get positive yards on that first down, you're already you're already in trouble. Well, and I think the bigger back. the bigger point is this. It's not you're not necessarily stopping the run to stop the run. You're stopping the run to stop Tom Brady and the play action. Yes. Because if yes. you let if you let Tom Brady do a play action and you have to cheat up a little bit because that run has been so devastating. He's going to eat you up. He's going to drop those times to Evans those, down the sideline. Those those wide receivers are yeah. not going to drop many balls. <laughs> well, and and not only that, but 
and this goes back to Tampa Bay's needing to win on first down. If you let them get four or five yards on first down, the entire playbook is is still open to them. Yeah. Yep. If suddenly they're in second and third and long, you know what's coming. They're not running it on third and 14. If you can stop them on the run and then get pressure on Brady and push them back, it's going to close their options. Mm-hmm. And that's going to allow you to pin those ears back on Jones, Clark, and perhaps Matthew coming off the edge and get pressure on Brady. It, yeah. it, it's not its not quite the same approach as Kansas City's offense where it doesn't matter what the down and distance is. They can throw it no matter what. Brady and the Bucks are going to try and in, try and force that running game. As we said, that's a key. They need to run the ball. They're going to try to run the ball. If you let them run the ball, they're going to keep your offense off the field. You have to win on first down. Both sides have to win on first down. The Tampa Bay offense and the or and the Buccaneers or the Chiefs defense. Whoever yeah. wins on first down wins wins the round. Well, Plain and, and, and th- what what I think this comes down to is this matchup the the Tampa Bay offense and the KC defense. It's going to come down to the trenches. Yep. Who wins the fight in in, in the pit? You know, it's it's who gets the bigger push, who gets the most pressure, who's able to stop. Whoever gets the traction as far as the big guys, which yep. is going. If you because then they watch, can force them into mistakes, force them into turnovers, and, and all that. This is it's the perfect, it's the perfect storm as far as being a lineman to watch these two teams play each other. Like if you watch, well, at least for for that that right matchup, for this matchup, for this I'm matchup. on the other side. I'm the I'm the Kansas City offense. Right, I'm, talking, I'm talking about for this defense. matchup. Like Let's it's go a, receivers. It's a perfect <laughs> storm where you have great players on the defensive line: the Chris Jones, Frank Clark, Derek mm-hmm. Nadi, uh, Tano kept kept signal. I, I can never pronounce. I got it. it. I got it. I got it. Like you have great players on that line. Who are gonna push so hard into that Tampa Bay mm-hmm. offense? Yep. And if you watch the game, like when I watch a football game, yes, sometimes I'll look at the plays and see, try and predict all yeah. this. Yeah. But I, I'm watching the line. Like for yeah. me, that's where my interest is. And if you, if the second that you see that Tampa Bay defense take or uh, Tampa Bay offensive line take one step back, I guarantee you, you're gonna They're realize hurt. this game is over. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We're like so. Everybody's waiting for the obvious. We're not going to do it. We're not going to pick these games. This game, little, excuse little, me. Little teaser. Little teaser. We're not going to pick the game. We're going to wait for Sunday. Sunday, give or take five forty-five or so Eastern, somewhere in there, Standard Time. We're going to hop on the gram, and we're going to give you our picks live on the gram. So, gave you the keys to the game. There, there are a lot of paths to victory for both teams. Very specific in some ways, a little loose in other ways. But it, it's, it's the game we've been waiting for. Some fans are going to be there. They're letting a bunch of healthcare workers that they chose to go, and that's great. Somewhere around, I think, a total of fourteen thousand five hundred fans, I believe, is what I saw. About half of which are vaccinated healthcare workers, which is great that the NFL gave those tickets for free. Well, and from um, what I understand, too, uh, both teams that, that are, are participating, 
they're giving their tickets away to healthcare workers in their city. Yeah, I, I think I think the number I saw was a total of seventy five hundred total yeah. healthcare workers are, are being invited. And I thought I saw every team had the ability to give tea tickets to, to fans, but I'm not sure exactly. But I, somewhere around fourteen five total 7500 of which are healthcare workers and that's great that they deserve it they've they've been through a pretty tough and, time I lately mean, i'm just i'm just gonna throw this out there if you got two extra tickets i'll yeah. wear a kc jersey i'll wear a tom brady jersey as much as i'll <sighs> but I'll, I'll do it for super bowl tickets. <sighs> for super bowl tickets press press do we get field passes i mean we are press right do we get field passes I, I don't know. I, I, I'll I wear a Brady jersey for field passes. I'll wear a Brady jersey. <laughs> that does it for our Super Bowl preview episode. Should be a great game. Very excited for it. Catch us on the Instagram live, like we just said. We're going to be picking the games and some other fun bets that we have uh, on the Instagram live before kickoff around 545. Kickoff supposed to be for 630. So we'll do that. And in addition to that, we're going to have another one at halftime where we're going to talk about the first half and give our pointers, you know, our, our, our critiques and stuff like talk that. So right. We were, I mean, you have to assume, right. Uh, all of that is on Instagram live, but on all of our social media platforms, you should be following us. You should be checking out our content there. Catch us on all of them at the fist bump boys. See everything on our website. We got all our articles. We got all our episodes, fun pictures, more fun stuff coming. www.thefistbumpboys.com. I'm excited. Yeah, this is going to be a good game. I I don't have a, a, a horse in the race. Neither do I. Uh, this year you do not. Uh, it's it, I. This is the pinnacle. I'm also a little sad. Football's ending, so that's not fun. But let's enjoy it. Enjoy the game, everybody. We'll see you on the gram. Thank you so much. Boom.